0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. Hello, brothers and sisters in the Dog Pound. This is the Village Elliot. The Oracle Speaks, and I am speaking to you today because it has come to my attention that there are brothers and sisters who are in pain today because the leader of the Dog Pound, Deshaun Watson, is no longer able to lead the Cleveland Browns to the promised land. He, in fact, is on the injured reserve for the balance of the 2023 NFL season. This tragic news has caused many of us to lose faith and to believe that the 2023 season is lost forever that there is no hope but I'm here to tell you that that is false reasoning and that you are listening to a false gospel let's think about this let us go back to the Old Testament let us recall that even the great prophet Moses was not able to lead his people to the promised land but instead there was another Joshua the second string quarterback of the Israelites that led his people to the promised land Joshua was not the first string quarterback he was the second string quarterback of the Israelites while the first string quarterback of the Israelites, Moses, the great prophet, was not able to go to the promised land. He was able only to see the promised land before he passed on, but he never made it himself. Do you recall that from the Old Testament verses? That is absolutely the case. But Nevertheless, the Israelites made it to the promised land without Moses. So if that can happen to the Israelites, certainly this is possible for a football game. We need to, though, ask what kind of team it will be that Dorian Thompson Robinson will lead thenceforward. I would submit that the team will be based on the same type of offense that Deshaun Watson had at his disposal. And in fact, I think it would be, that would be the reason that they drafted Dorian Thompson Robinson in the first place. He's a very similar quarterback. He has speed. He likes to throw on the run and he can carry out many of the same plays that Sean Watson can carry out although let's say that as a rookie we do not expect him to have the same level of proficiency that we might expect from the first string quarterback. Um, we will expect on his second game remember that he started the debacle against the Ravens as his first start and in that case Remember that he had zero preparation as the starter the expectation was that Deshaun Watson was going to start that game And the decision was made that he would not be able to go only a few minutes before game time And then DTR was expected to carry out a game plan that was designed specifically for Watson And he went in there with very little Uh, preparation, very few reps with the number one uh, team and um, uh, or let's say very few reps with the uh, playbook that was designed for him they were carrying out to be sure the Deshaun Watson specific plays and it just didn't work out he did not have a good game but on the other hand if you look at his stats they're about the same as P.J. Walker's stats for the season in terms of completion percentage and so on. Now uh, it did turn out that Dorian Thompson Robinson threw uh, three interceptions in that game. That's not very good but the Baltimore Ravens do that to people and especially in the first start I think that that should be not overlooked but I think that that is understandable for the first start And I think it was the second game of the season, so, eh. Uh, I think that uh, by now that the season is half over, that he's probably going to be ready for that. I think that the Browns will probably go with a heavy uh, run-based offense. I think that you'll see the three tight end formation used against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, I think that they're going to run right at T.J. Watt. Now, why is that? That sounds kind of cocky, but actually it isn't. The reason is that T.J. Watt is going to be in on the play anyway. So you might as well run right at him because if you run away from him, he's going to be in on the play anyhow. And so maybe if you run at him, uh, the other players on the team won't be able to gang tackle as effectively as if you know, if you run at somebody else on the line TJ Watt will throw his body on the pile and uh, it'll be harder really to avoid TJ Watt so you might as well just grab the bull by the horns and, and uh, deal with him because you can't avoid him. You might be able to avoid some of the other tacklers on the team but I think uh, we have to start with the idea that there's tremendous respect for TJ Watt as a force, and uh, there's no avoiding him, so you might as well run right at him. And I think that they're gonna have additional blockers. Um, it looks like DeWan Jones may not make it to the starting lineup in time to, to help out. And that means that we may have James, Hus- James Hudson the third starting at right tackle again. And you will recall that that matchup has been tried before, and it's been really tough to pass against because T.J. Watt had a really incredible game against Hudson in the past, and I think he had four sacks against Baker Mayfield one year. It was pretty gruesome. So I think that they're going to have to design plays that uh, allow DTR to throw on the run. I think I would run away from TJ Watt wherever he posts himself. I think I would get the ball in the air very quickly, throw some passes to the tight ends, especially David Njoku. I don't think you have the luxury of waiting around for a long time for the wide receivers to get open. Although, I will call your attention to the fact that the Browns have uh, had a, a hard time getting Cedric Tillman involved in the game. But I think you could see something like, re, uh, remember in 2018, when Baker Mayfield uh, became the starter, all of a sudden, the Browns discovered Rashard Higgins. And the reason was that Rashard Higgins was a backup Baker Mayfield was a backup and so together they had hundreds and hundreds of repetitions in practice and they knew each other very very well and so when they both got in the game together lo and behold Rashard Higgins became a very dangerous receiver when he was paired with Baker Mayfield by the same token I think that uh, DTR and Cedric Tillman have been practicing a lot together as backups this season although although Tillman has been out a lot with injuries but nevertheless I think they've been working since uh, summer camp since summer training camp and even before that and some of the spring workouts and they know each other very well and with Tillman in the game now that um, Donovan Peoples Jones is gone I think you could find that DTR may be more effective at getting the ball uh, to him than he's so far been able to do with even Deshaun Watson. So I'm thinking, yeah, you know, we just might see Cedric Tillman catch a few balls from Dorian Thompson Robinson. But all we really want from DTR. Is to minimize turnovers. The modus operandi of the Pittsburgh Steelers this season is that they win the turnover battle. And in every game this season, the Steelers' opponents have outgained the Steelers. Nevertheless, the Steelers have a winning record because they usually win the turnover battle. We took it all. Learn more at Marines.com. And so even if they don't gain very many yards, with uh, Kenny Pickett leading the offense, they punt the ball a lot, but they don't turn it over. And they're content with just making a first down, maybe two of them, and then punting. And that's good enough. Eventually, they get enough advancement in field position that they're able to kick a field goal or something and score. And they win a lot of low scoring football games, you know, like 19 to 17 or something like that. And that's good enough for them to win. The Cleveland Browns should learn from their example. They're not gonna score as many points with DTR at quarterback that they are used to scoring with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. They're going to be running probably 60% of the time. They're going to be throwing screens to the tight ends and to the running backs. They're going to be allowing DTR to throw on the run. And they're also going to allow DTR to run the ball because he was a running quarterback at UCLA. Uh, you know, UCLA had. Uh, kind of a variant of the so-called air raid offense under Chip Kelly. And, uh, you, you, know, you know, the purists in the NFL kind of hate that style of offense. But it has proved to be effective in the NFL in, in uh, limited doses, let's say. It, it'll work. It'll be fine. You can gain yards with it, but it's probably not something that you want to it's not a panacea that's going to allow you to get 500 yards per game every game but if they can gain 250, 300 yards and not turn the ball over that's that's okay and if Dorian Thompson Robinson can gain 50 yards by running the ball and add to his total offense by doing so that's fine, he doesn't have to throw the ball deep all the time and make deep yardage by passing. That's not a requirement of the job. We like to see the quarterback throw the deep ball early and often because that's very exciting, but that's not necessarily what you have to do to win. So I think that the the DTR offense is going to look like classic Stefanski. We're going to see the three tight end formation, we're going to see the fullback utilized with two tight ends, all that stuff, uh, West Coast offense, and we're going to see the the quarterback option being used, run-pass option, that sort of thing. Everything's going to start out looking like a run, and then maybe developing into a passing situation, or at least a quarterback option, and we'll probably see 60% of the total plays against pittsburgh will be running plays and the of the 40 percent or so that are pass plays probably half of those are going to start out looking like running plays and then transition into a pass from a run pass option or play action either way so that's kind of what i think we're looking at is a very conservative vanilla offense that's based on a mobile quarterback. I don't think we're gonna throw the ball deep like fans like to see. I hope that we're okay with that. All we really want to do is win a turnover battle, not go crazy, and start throwing the ball all over the place. The Browns have the best defense. They should Actually, win the game. They are favored. At least the last time I checked, they were favored by one point over Pittsburgh, because remember Pittsburgh has been winning by smoke and mirrors, getting outgamed and uh, outgained in every game that they've played this season, but still managing a winning record because they don't turn the ball over. So that'll be very interesting to see whether that streak can be maintained against Miles Garrett and company I would suspect that Garrett will be successful uh, at creating enough havoc among the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line that others will get through and possibly cause a strip sack or two generate turnovers of our own and maybe that streak will come to an end so I think the Browns probably deserve that one-point advantage that the odds-makers have proposed, uh, it'll be very close. I think it'll be a close game and um, we'll just see how it turns out. So that concludes the pitch for today. I hope everybody will have a great day and by the way, John, I'm Chan, I'm so sorry I forgot to leave space for a commercial again today. i got to remind myself to always do that. But uh, I guess we can find space probably where the music left off. That, that would be a good place to have a commercial so we can afford to pay my enormous salary. So anyway, have a great day everyone and God bless. Keep up the faith. It's not that bad that the Browns are playing a backup quarterback. This happens all over the NFL. Teams do survive this. It'll be okay. Take care now.